I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah! So, can I clear something up real quick, Al? Sure. People on Twitter are um, upset with me saying that I'm telling... Miss Universe how to dress. James, how dare you tell Miss Universe how to dress? This goes back to Lindsay's factor cap about uh, Olivia Culpo, I believe is her name, uh, that she was, American Airlines said, hey, you got you to gotta cover up. That's not okay to wear on a plane. And I'm kind of on their side, not because it's revealing or anything like that. I just want people to be dressed like they're not going to go take a nap when they're on an airplane. Mm. I just it's a, it's it's a little gross to me to see people that casual. I am going to need a minimum effort. But I'm not telling Miss Universe how to dress. I'm just saying can we not look like we live in a frat house and we're sleeping on the couch when you get on an airplane? Is that is that too much to ask? Might be might be. Yeah, might be. Um I I do think if Miss Universe was like you mentioned earlier, eating a tuna sandwich and isn't offering half to me, I, that's a much bigger issue to me than anything else. I, the the full-on meals that are, um, you know, you could smell. I'm in row, I'm in J34, and there are 34 rows in front of me, and I could still smell their tuna sandwich. That That's more of an issue to well, me. Well, they, they had to buy that tuna sandwich for $48 in the airport. They're not going to throw it away. It's like once you get through the gate, like, I'm not throwing that thing away. That's no, sub, that, that Subway that. sandwich that. that I just bought there that usually costs 6 bucks. it cost me 43 here at the airport. I'm eating that thing on the plane. You know what's really weird right now? Mm. If you go on Twitter and you start scrolling, uh, I guess Kuzma just dunked on Embiid or something. I forgot there's games on right now. Yeah, a there's little games matinee right action now. on MLK. You get matinees. Do you remember that? Do you remember? And I can't remember how long ago it was. Amanda and I were talking about this on Saturday. Lakers playing Denver, and we're looking at the schedule tonight. So Lakers tonight, 730. Do you remember that back in the day where Lakers used to have games like at noon or 2 o'clock on MLK Day? No, Does that I ring don't. A bell? I, I don't actually. I remember once in a blue moon they'd have, th- and this is going way back. This is going like Showtime Lakers. I remember on Sunday afternoon when they would play the Celtics at like noon. That that game would be on TV at noon on CBS, and you'd get one game a week, right? You would only get a handful of them. You would very rarely get something at night. That's the only time I remember Lakers playing day games. Those are pretty rare. All right, maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm hallucinating here. If you guys want to hit me on Twitter, but I, I swear during MLK, MLK uh, growing up, you'd have the Lakers playing in like a noon game or a one o'clock game. It was something along those lines. Just remember chicken stew and it we'd have you know, everybody have the day off of school and it's like bam, you get a Laker game in the afternoon. It's it's great. <laughs> so that's how you spent your day off from school is is Laker game. Yes. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, you're, you're a different stroke than me. That I would be like, I am out of here. We're going to do some wiffle Dodger, ball. We're Dodger afternoon game? Dodger afternoon game? You wouldn't tune in? I would have it on, but it would not be my priority. I, I, I'm, we're talking like junior high age? Junior high. We're talking, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, 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 no. We're, we're going to be on a bike somewhere. We're going to be over at a friend's house. We're going to be doing – I'm, I'm not posted up in front of the TV. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to hit on the cul-de-sac afterwards and go, <laughs> go shoot some shots. Guys? Up, but, uh, 
Um, Eddie Jones. <laughs> Eddie Jones has made three of his last four threes. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll we'll come out there to Lakers, play. Lakers, Blazers, <laughs> Sedale, Threed, and Clyde. The hell are you talking about? Yeah, yeah coming I, outside. I don't, I don't know. I, I might have. I might have held <laughs> off on that one. Did you? Uh, did you get out a little bit this weekend? I know you said that you watched some movies at home. Did you get? Did you get out in the in the community? Did you do anything fun? Friday night went out to dinner. Sunday night went out to dinner. Um, okay. What did we do during the day? What, yeah, was what was the best? What was the best thing you had to eat this weekend or drink? What was the, what was the thing that if I could do that again right now, I'd do it all over again? There is. I'm trying to think. It's coming down to two different restaurants for me. There's a really good place here in Pasadena called Luggage Room, and they do the wood fire pizza. Okay, and you just can't kind of go wrong with that, right? Like just a good pizza. The crust is crispy. Uh, just good quality pizza. But then there's also this Middle Eastern restaurant that's out here in Pasadena that does these just great wraps. I did one of those, so I don't know. It's between those two. Two really good places. I'm getting – I think it's an age thing. As I get a little older, I'm getting weirder things. Things matter. A glass of wine yesterday. (laughs) Well, sure. Who doesn't like that? Um, Susan and I went out to dinner on Saturday night, Mm -hmm. and we we go to that place that we always like to go to. And they made a particularly good martini this time. It was perfect, right? I'm a a little particular when it comes to martini. I like them screaming cold and very, very dry, but I also don't want ice chips in it because sometimes they'll shake it and the ice will chip and it floats. Do you ever say, like, do you ever say, I'll make it, I'll make it? Like they (laughs) come out a couple wrong times and you're going behind the bar? (laughs) Not quite, but I will say this. When it's right, yeah. I get incredibly excited about it. Like, oh my gosh, that is, that's it right there. Well, I got that this weekend. Okay, I got it. It came to the table. I'm like, that's the drink I've been looking for. Perfect. I went over and talked to the bartender. <laughs> like, that's the point in my life I've gotten to. I'm like, I wanted to kind of walk through his methodology. I wanted to tell him that instead of just saying, "Oh, that's really good," and just keep it moving, it was. I need to get to know this guy a little bit. I need to get to know what's your Instagram, like his background, you. and you why are you so good at making this martini? And now, now I know that when he's behind the bar, I'm in good hands. This is—I don't know if this is because I would have never done that ten years about ago. That. Yeah, nothing wrong getting excited about that. <laughs> really, I feel well, okay. What's it the difference wrong. between what's the difference between somebody you're at a restaurant and you had a really really good meal uh-huh. i don't walk like, into the kitchen and talk to the chef <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah, don't you tell don't you tell the server hey that was really really good like, no. don't you say like it was a it was a really good meal you don't say anything uh, no if they say is everything great yeah it's great I'm, thank you very it's perfect i'm really enjoying it. but i don't go out of my way to say that was unbelievable i really don't because walking in the kitchen be, dishes everywhere because the, the waiter didn't make the food all he did was carry it from Don't the window. Don't they say, the I want to pass the message on to <laughs> the chef? I've never done that. But when you get to the bartender, when it's the bar, and he was right there. Like where, where we were sitting, we were kind of towards the bar because I wanted to watch one of the football games. So I saw him right there and I kind of said, you know what? Susan's like, don't do it. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to do it. He needs to understand Come here. Come here. that he's Give doing a, a good job. Give me a hug. He's like, what? <laughs> Uh, Four no, people waiting no, for a no, drink here. No, thank you. But he was he was fired up. I I'm sure he went home and said there was this guy tonight, kind of kind of a big guy who was way too excited about the martini. I made I think he tonight. had a pregame drink. <laughs> yeah, that. Thank you, Laura. That's exactly right. That's and, when you know you also had a pregame drink. You had a pregame drink. You were feeling oh, a certain way. Oh, 
you may have just cracked the code. <laughs> yeah, there was. Everything, everything there, tastes better the second. That's drink. true, but everything. it was it was cold and it was perfect. Um, the Lakers should stop giving up 120 points a game out. That's my okay. basketball analysis for the day. Let, let me let me play this today's stat here of the day. It, it's that exact stat that you gave. So if I understand this, Lakers are giving up 120 points on average in January. Yes, that's exactly right. How many games have they played? <laughs> more than more than a couple. They, they, their last three games, they've given up 133, 125, and 127. So That's six too games. many. Six games, they're giving up 120 points a game. Mm-hmm. And, and, and oh, by the way, uh, six of the next eight are going to be on the road. Utah tonight for the Lakers, who um, went through a stretch here where they were struggling, but that's because Gobert was out with health and safety protocols. And then after that, it's at Miami, at Brooklyn, at Milwaukee, at Charlotte, at Atlanta. I mean, it's only going to get more difficult. Sad Hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa show. Stat Hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy sports book that gives a player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710 ESPN for a 100% deposit match. Travis and I use them all the time. The best uh, DFS website. Yeah, no, You get to see the lineup, Sal. There's nothing else like it. Only Stat Hero does that for you. It, I'm going to say something I almost never say on this show. In fact, I, I bet you I've never said this to you before. I would argue that I never said it to Key. I never said it to Marcellus. I never said it to Kelly. I never said it on any of these shows. It's not my deal. It's not my jam. They need to move on from Frank Vogel. Because these numbers, we, we talk about it all the time, right? That your defense is about effort. Your defense is about buying. Frank Vogel's a good defensive coach. When they won the championship, they had the best defense in the league. Okay? Last year, it was kind of in the middle. And this year, we, I mean, that game against Denver, Al, it was nothing but dunks and layups and wide open looks at threes. And and it was it was they terrible. hit twenty three threes on the Lakers, twenty three or four. And Al, I, I'm I'm not I don't want to exaggerate here. I yeah. bet you the twenty three they made. 18 of them were wide open looks. Just wide open looks. I understand you can only do and, and create what you got, right? You can only paint with the colors that have been given to you yep. to create. But at some point, if no one's competing, if no one is efforting, if no one is buying into what it is that you're selling, what are we doing here? You, you, you can't continue. That is nothing but we've checked out. We're not competing hard. LeBron apologized. Magic went on Twitter and said, Laker fans, you deserve better. This is a problem. And the you're not going to get 12 new players. You're not going to move Russell Westbrook. It's not going to happen. Anthony Davis is going to come back. You, you can't shuffle the deck. The only move you really have is a new voice, a new message, and new buy-in. I hate to say it, but it's time. It's, uh, it's demoralizing. And I, I really mean that. Like, I, just look at this from a, a fan perspective, okay? And listen, the one thing that we all understand, there's some franchises out there you just don't trust that they have, that their number one priority is to win. You never question that with the Lakers. That is their priority. Their priority is to win. That's why they, by the way, rolling the dice, they did roll the dice <clears throat> this summer and decided to go all in. And, hey, if we get Russ, maybe now we got three stars. They could go up against some of these other teams but it's demoralizing. What's demoralizing of the spot that the Lakers are in, and I said this a little bit earlier in the show, I don't think they're going to make a move like that until AD comes back. I think they will wait until Anthony Davis comes back. I'll, if the I'll, waters let me don't calm, real quick. What, what yep. if they give up another 125 points tonight? I think I mean, they will I, give up 125 but, but points. How many times? How many? You can't. If you're giving up 125 points, you're going to lose every game. You know, rarely are you going to give up 120 plus points and win a game. Very, very rarely. What are we doing? This Frank Vogel is a defensive coach, and they're giving up 120 points a night. What? That, it's embarrassing. What are we doing? I don't know what to tell you. It's embarrassing. 
It really is. It, it's embarrassing, but I, I'm, I'm just going to go back to this. If you look at expectations when the season started, just think how every 10 games how the expectations are changing. It's your, okay, hey, can you get a 1-2 seed in the West? Season starts. And then before you know it, it's like, okay, we'll put that to the side. Can you have home court for one round of the playoffs? A couple weeks go by. Okay, put that to the side. Now the conversation we're having is, well, can the Lakers avoid the play-in tournament? And when I, I brought that up this morning, Lindsey started talking about, hey, I don't think they're a lock at all to make the playoffs. That's the, the, Our expectations of, for the Lakers are just going like this. Yep. Every couple of weeks, yep. they're just going further and further down. And maybe some people have been there much, uh, much further ahead than I have, but I think – you know, I don't know what else to tell you. It's demoralizing watching this team play right now. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. All right, I read something this morning about the Rams, Al, and about their status here in L.A. that I could not disagree with more. I'll tell you what it is next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Can I get some advice, Al? What do you got? Um, Something happened during the break that I'm a little uncomfortable with, and I I, I don't know what to do. So Emily, who is uh, not doing our show today, she's getting ready for uh, Rams because she produces uh, Rams pre and post as well. Um, she just walked in and asked me, uh, there's some cards that I have to read during halftime and stuff. Hey, do you have the cards? Yeah, I, I have the cards. Um, and, I, and I looked, Emily and I are dressed exactly alike. We look like brother and sister or maybe, maybe father and daughter. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit older than Emily. Mm-hmm. Um, this is I, I cannot we, we can't be standing there at the set at SoFi today, which, by the way, if you're listening, you're coming out to the Rams. Please come by and tell me your favorite Ask Sleaze. Definitely <laughs> want to do that. But Emily and I are dressed like we're on a family reunion. We're dressed li- literally the same shirt, the same pants. We look like uh, father and daughter. It's a problem. OK, this is what you guys both need to do. Send Kirk a quick text. <laughs> Tell him what you guys are wearing, and that. By the way, is, tonight is uniform. Tonight the, is everybody is wearing the same thing tonight. I'll say there's a one in three mm-hmm. chance that Kirk shows up wearing the same thing because what I have on today, Kirk yeah. wears occasionally. The shirt we all wear the same shirt, right? That's that's the 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 uniform. But the pants, Kirk Kirk varies the pants a little bit. But if he comes in with the khakis, it's uh, we're gonna look like morons. Okay, I can't see. Uh, you know, obviously, I can only see the blue shirt. You, you look like if all three of you are wearing that, looks like you guys are at Best Buy. Looks like you guys are all three of you are working yeah. at Best Buy yeah. with the the Rams blue colors. What and the can khakis. I interest you in an HD DVD? What 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 have have you been looking? So the new smart TVs, they, they see they don't come pre-programmed with apps. See this? You can actually put the apps on yourself if you don't see use Netflix. Want, don't put Netflix on. If want you like this in Hulu, your living room, put two hundred dollars off today only. Do you okay, have, goes through the week? Do you have a Circuit City credit card? Because if if you sign up today, we can give you an additional ten percent off. You're automatically not Circuit City, bro. That one's done. Oh, that one, that what's, what's the other one? Best Buy. Oh, Best Buy. Yeah, We're same, at Best Buy. Yeah, they're next. Yeah. <laughs> retailers i don't know about that but i look i worked in retail uh, for sir, a we're while. not interested in a flat screen we literally came here for a microwave sounds good want to take a look at the washer and dryers right here 
Let's talk um, protection plan. For only another forty dollars, um, what I'm asking you to do is buy into an insurance program that is going to cover about a two week window because the manufacturer's warranty goes till this day. Ours goes two weeks longer. Do you do those after that? Never, never. Why do I feel like it's the same thing when I go rent a car? They're like, um, hey. You want the insurance? I'm no. like, no, because I have my own insurance. Right. Yeah, but your insurance is only going to – I'm like, guys, I don't want to hear this, okay? <laughs> I just want to have some peace of mind when I'm driving this damn car. Uh, it's the same thing. You go buy these things. Hey, I, I know you just got the laptop. It's awesome. It's great. For $600 more, <laughs> we can insure it for six months. Right. The and, thing costs four fifty. And the difference is the manufacturer's warranty lasts for five months. So basically you're paying $600 for one month. <laughs> Look, here, here's a good rule of thumb. Here, I'm, I'm helping you out. Consumers, listen to uh, listen to me, good. Travis Rogers, consumer uh, expert. Good. Okay, who's the guy? Was it David Horowitz that was the fight back guy on TV in L.A. for a million years? I think that's what his name was. Um, if they're suggesting it, you don't want it. Mm. <laughs> right? It's pretty easy because it's just it's, it's free money for them. They, all this stuff comes with a warranty. You're buying a very small window. I, I used to do it. Hey, that hammer right there, you should get a warranty on that. I guess uh, I got a couple of tweets here. Deron Hill, yes, 12.30 start on MLK Day back in the day. Uh, so we got a few people that confirmed. Yeah, so Lakers, I, I wasn't crazy here. They did have some Monday afternoon games. You, see, you, <laughs> the the uh, factor cap earlier from Lindsay where she's like, Trav, you can't go, you know, can you go more than an hour without looking at your phone? I don't think you can go more than 10 minutes without talking about the Lakers. I think that's what you're – like you very quickly went back to that. I think that's your, your – I've got my phone, you've got the Lakers. Well, when they lose, I can definitely go some time without talking about the Lakers. Oh my goodness, that is a that been is ugly. a bad deal. Been no, ugly. It's been a it, it's been incredibly ugly. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like it's getting ready to turn because you know the trade deadline. Okay, fine. The the trade they're going to make is getting Anthony Davis back. There, there's there's nothing else out there that's going to have an impact like that. This, this or they is, don't or they don't have the the, the, pieces. the pieces to go no. to go make a legitimate move where. Another team says, okay, I'll take those assets. We're rebuilding. We'll get a couple picks in the process. That's the part that I think uh, if Laker fans are, are waiting for the trade deadline or something along those lines to save them, that's going to be incredibly difficult to make some noise. Not to say that they won't do anything because what, you, you what are you going to work with what you already have? You've kind of already at, seen the product. At some point now, you are what you are. Yep. And they've played – what's the exact number? Is it 44 games? 43, 43 games. something like that, yeah. 43 games, you are what you are. Can you get a little better? Sure. But it's not like for 43 games. We've got October, November, December. They've played three and a half months of yeah. basketball. And it's been exactly the same thing for three and a half months. It's not you're, – you're, we're not going to wake up tomorrow morning and go, oh, they, well, they, they might beat somebody, but it's not going to be any different. This it is, is what it is. This is part of the issue as well. If you say – let me use as an example if Paul George for the Clippers – Right, Trav? So Paul George eventually, let's say he comes back at some point, and then you get Kawhi in – I'm. there's no saying that Kawhi is going to come back. But then you got Kawhi in April. Okay, well, that's now that team is a different conversation. If the Denver Nuggets got Jamal Murray and Michael Porter, uh, which they haven't rolled out for the rest of the season, if both of those guys came back in April, it's like, okay, well, that might be a different conversation. The problem with the Lakers, it's – you know, if – Anthony Davis didn't have the season that we were hoping for. AD wasn't Giannis. AD wasn't KD. AD wasn't one of these – wasn't LeBron James when he was playing. So I think with that being said, there's 
um, yeah, it makes it tough to kind of see what happens the rest of the way. Yeah, it's 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 kind of the die is cast at this point. Let's go to your neck of the woods, Slee, Pasadena, and Giovanni. Giovanni, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up? What's up, guys? So I listen to the show every day, Thank even you. though Trav trashes the Lakers like garbage. I still listen to it, but I heard you, Travis, mention that you want to fire Frank Vogel. It's a shame that the that the effort that these players are displaying we're going to blame the coach. The last two seasons, Rob Palinka built the, this team. And you can't, I mean, you can't blame the coach. Like, the effort, they, you could you could practice all you want and drill them into the head. But at the end of the day, when they're playing basketball, if you don't show effort, that's on the players' fault. That's on the okay. players that Rob signed, wanted on this team. And it's a shame that we're going to blame the coach for all of this, to be okay. honest. I want to respond to this, Giovanni. Thank, first of all, thank you for listening every day, even even though you disagree with a lot of the things I say. I appreciate that. I would argue I don't trash the Lakers every day. I tell you the truth. Okay, There's a difference. Because you don't like what I'm saying, you may not like that, but I'm not making this stuff up. When Russell Westbrook came over and I said, I don't like it, guess what? I was right. Okay, I didn't, I didn't make it up because I wanted it to go bad. I said, I don't think so. Okay, that if, if you don't like me telling you the truth, I can't help you with that. That's number one. I'm not blaming the coach. There's a difference here, and I need you to hear me. Not just you, Giovanni, but I've gotten a couple make, of tweets. Make that like point this. clear, because I, I think yeah. I, I think what you're trying to say is much different than hey, the Lakers are in this position because of Frank Vogel. I am not saying Frank Vogel is making the wrong choices. He's got a he's a bad coach. He's putting this players in a bad spot, and he doesn't know how to draw up a defense, and he doesn't know how to do this, that, and the next thing. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this team has checked out. Even if it was Phil Jackson, even if it was Greg Popovich or Pat Riley or anyone else, if your players have stopped trying for you, you got to go, whether it's your fault or not. Okay, this is this is the quickest way to get shown the door in pro sports is your guys stop trying. Is it a good reflection on your guys? No. Should they try no matter what? Yes. Should they be professionals and go out and do all these things? Of course they should. But the fact of the matter is, Al, this goes back to the very beginning of the season mm-hmm. when you and I would talk about this. Like, What what are they running? Mm-hmm. And I don't think you believe this. I don't believe this. Frank Vogel didn't forget how to drop a play at the end of the game. They just weren't running it. They're, 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 Frank Vogel is one of the best defensive coaches in the league. They won a championship a couple of years ago because he is... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Just picture you with like a broadsword in one hand and a box of tissues in the other. (laughs) Like you're ready to chop someone up in the name of Scottish freedom and then you're weeping softly. And a a kombucha. (laughs) And a toga. Yeah, togas Mm -hmm. and... Just, uh, you know, a, a little bit of Kleenex and white wine. 
Just, just kind bit of, of relaxing. Yeah, a little bit of everything. <laughs> when it, you you feeling better? You look good. Feeling good. Oh, the game. Listen, we we got a chance to watch a lot of these NFL games. By the way, this upcoming weekend. Ah, oh, come on, Rams. Take care of business tonight. So then the schedule could just be as good as you know a, any NFL weekend that we've had in a long. You time. You know it's stupid. They're all oh, this seventh play. No, no, no. It's fine. The, the the Steelers were bad and the Eagles were bad. That's not going to yep. happen every year. We're going to get good. If the Chargers were in instead of the Steelers, how good would that have been last night? That's actually that's that's a fantastic point. If the Chargers, I mean, listen, Staley will go for it on every fourth down, so <laughs> it's probably going to hurt them. But you're right that how exciting would that have been if it's Justin Herbert? It's the Chargers. It's it's not going to always be that way. But the complaining of an extra football game, I, I don't know if I I don't think I'm down for that. Yeah, no more. I, I've never said you know what this is too much. Take a little of this off my plate, a little bit more. Uh, Travis Lee's brought to you by Goodyear, with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear, more driven. Let's try a phone call here. Uh, Juan Carlos in Southgate. Juan Carlos, you're on with Travis Lee. What's hey. up? Hey, hey, what's up, guys? Enjoying the show. Um, I totally agree with you about Vogel. Um, I also I wanted to do a quick comment and then a question. Um, I think Vogel lack of um of uh, of emotions is, is is something troubling as well. I would like to him at least get kicked out if you're losing by twenty. I mean, I see them in the bench and he has no expression. So I definitely think something's going on. And I had a question uh, for you guys. Um, I, w- I was wondering if you think that the coaches we lost to Dallas has anything to do with um with the performance as well. You know, as we lost chasing kid. And um and a couple of other coaches, I, I wanted to see um you guys' um opinion about that. Appreciate you calling in. I, I think Trav, I think what it has you, you 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 gave away. I mean, part of the trade that you made for Russ, KCP is gone. Alex Caruso was a big piece of the Lakers defense as well. Um, you know, I I think it's not just listen. N- nobody's saying, and I, I mentioned this. I I don't think Coach Vogel is going to go anywhere. It, at least right now, mm-hmm. I think it's going to take some time to figure out. You think he should? Davis... Put 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 what might happen aside. Yeah. What do you think should happen? Should they should they make a move on him? Because when guys stop trying now, I, I don't know what else you're supposed to do. Well, I, I would wait. That's to, just to be completely honest with you. I I think the I'm not justifying anything that the Lakers are doing, but I think your franchise is LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That's your franchise. And if AD, who um, is about to come back, let's say in the next, hopefully the next couple of weeks or by the end of the month, if you if AD comes back and you know all of a sudden you're still playing 500 basketball and trade deadline comes and you're getting close to the All Star break, that's a different conversation. I, I think what happened this past weekend, it's okay to have those conversations. It's okay to say, hey, is the squad giving up on your coach? Is the players aren't playing that hard? The, the Denver Nuggets, just so people understand what the Denver Nuggets are in the NBA. They're a little bit better than an average team in the NBA. They're missing key players as well. They got blown out by Utah yesterday. They blew out the Lakers the night before. Lakers have Utah tonight. So I don't know how else to kind of explain it to you. It's not like the the Denver Nuggets are the Warriors. They need something fresh. They need something new. They need a different voice. It's a tough – and I don't know if getting kicked out and being – because then it's inauthentic. They need somebody different saying what needs to be said. It's not an indictment of Frank Vogel. I think Frank Vogel is a pretty good coach, but at some point, when you get the same result over and over, you can't fire twelve players. You can't do it. It's unfair. It's part of the gig. It's life in the NBA. It's time to move on. That's the way that it goes. L.A. Next stop and DJ. DJ in L.A. You're on with Travis. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? Yep. How you guys doing? Um, Lakers fan for fifty years. I've been listening to what you guys were saying, and you saying 
fire the coach. In some cases, it's called for, but in this case, it's not the coach, it's the players. He didn't choose that roster. That roster was chosen by LeBron. He he had to give the stamp for that roster. He wanted Westbrook as opposed to DeRozan, as opposed to Buddy High. So the, the, the Lakers have been like top 10 in defense the last two years. So all of a sudden now, he can't coach no more? No, no. I don't care if they put you, me, or anybody in that chair. Them players can't play defense. It's, nothing's going to change when AD come back. So in my opinion... I mean, it was a bad deal to begin with. You can't change it because of his contract. You got to live with it. And LeBron basically really screwed the last two years of his contract with the Lakers because of this Westbrook deal. They're, 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 they're trouble with this. This deal is killing. Nobody wants him. He can't play. He well, makes the- bad decisions. He um, he can't shoot, and he's not going to listen. So the only guy who can approach him would be LeBron. How can Vogel go talk to, to Westbrook? He's not going to listen to Vogel. So LeBron brought him here. So if anything's going to change, it's going to have to be LeBron. And and Westbrook has to sit down and he says, "Hey, man, you got to quit taking these shots." That quit making these passes. It's all on him. This is all his creation, not both. Well, and, and just the playoff of that, Trav. All right, that's fine. 120 points, 125 points, 130 points. You know, I, I think there is the the defensive part of things where I know everybody wants to take the shots at Russ, and I get it. He's been listen. It hasn't worked out. There's no other way to put it. This is not – nobody's going to sit here and kind of defend where the Lakers are right now because it's been as close to a train wreck as can be, and I'm referring that just what your expectations were and where you're sitting today. But Russ is going to be here through the rest of the year. That's the bottom line. Of course now, he is. Maybe the final year of his contract in the offseason, it's much more movable because it's the final year. It's an expiring contract, but he's going to be here the rest of the season. Look, guys, you need to listen, okay? I'm not saying it's his fault. Frank Vogel, I'm saying that there's no other move to be made. There's a difference. This is this is big boy stuff. Okay, let me explain what I mean. When you take one of these NBA jobs, you understand there's two things that you know for sure are going to happen. You're going to get fired at some point, and it's probably not because you did anything different than you did when you got hired. It's just this is the flow of a season. Things change. Roster. I understand. Frank Vogel did not say Russell Westbrook is the. I I, I get all of that. But they're painted into a corner. One of the only moves they have left to do is to try to find a new voice and a new idea. Because this voice and this idea is flat as a pancake. They don't play defense. They don't play – and this, by the way, this is not my opinion. This is what Magic Johnson said. This is what Russell Westbrook said. This is what Dwight Howard has said. This this is – LeBron – what the hell? When was the last time LeBron James apologized halfway through the season for, hey, sorry about this, we'll try to do a little better? It's, it doesn't work. Your only move is to try to get a new voice. That's what I'm saying. That's why now's the time. There's a, there's a tweet that Magic sent out, and I'm going to read it here because I think you know, when, when I originally read it on, what was it, Saturday night, he said, after being blown out by the Nuggets 133-96, we as Laker fans can accept being outplayed but we deserve more than a lack of effort and no sense of urgency. Owner Genie Bus, you deserve better. What he's saying there, Trav, you didn't get out-executed. You didn't right. get outplayed. It wasn't, hey, you know what, they got to a loose ball. Man, what a great defensive play by Jokic at the end. Or, wow, what a pass by Je-. No, it didn't come down to that. It's too many games this year, the Lakers take a punch in the chin, and instead of punching back, they put their head down and say, all right, well, this game is over, and, and that's – you know, obviously kind of the theme of what happened on Saturday night. Let's try another one. Uh, let's go to, I think it's that Al in Rancho. Al in Rancho, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Yo, what up? First and foremost, Frank Vogel sucks. He's to be fired. Cardinals suck. We're about to win tonight. And I, I don't know if you guys remember, but I called you guys last week after the Rams lost. 
and uh, I don't know if I was called like an idiot, but I, I was giving you guys my theory on why I, I, I thought it was the Rams that let the Niners win over the Niners beating them. Because of the Niners getting in, we have a better matchup in order to go to the NFC Championship where we would have to play the Packers. Because we've seen what happened last year when we played them in the divisional round. I mean, I know we had guys hurt or whatever, but I didn't want to see them unless it's the NFC Championship. And there's only one team that actually has a legitimate chance that can actually upset the Packers, which are the Niners. Um, you know, the, the Rams, you know, they're going to smash the Cardinals. We smashed the, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if the, if, uh, the Niners can pull the ultimate upset, we'll be in so far for the NFC Championship. Yeah, well, uh, here, here's, here's the problem with that, Al. I want to respond to that. Thank you for the call, and I'd like, I love the passion. Fantastic. I really, genuinely love that. We're um, going to smash the Cardinals, what, what, then we're going to smash Tampa. What your plan that you're talking about was reliant on is seems, I don't know, a little bit far-fetched. You're hoping that Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott forget that you can't use the middle of the field with 14 seconds left on it. You're hoping that Jimmy G doesn't do exactly what he did in that game, which is be a complete non-factor. Dallas you, had 14 uh, <laughs> exact, penalties. 14 penalties. They were coached by somebody who didn't know what was doing, and the quarterback didn't realize, hey, I got 14 seconds. I can't run the ball here. I need to throw this. Or we need to. I need to run it for two seconds, not ten. It was. It was. A, it was a disaster. So that idea. And now you're talking about. Well, we don't match up. Actually, you do match up pretty well with the Packers. I know that it didn't go great when you played them earlier in the season. But you go back to last season in the playoffs. The Rams went into Lambeau Field, played really well. Jared Goff actually played really well. The reason the Rams didn't beat the Packers last year, in large part, Aaron Donald, because Aaron Donald was hurt. Yeah. Right, so Aaron Donald's healthy, you know. Knock on wood. Hopefully, he gets through tonight in one piece. But I, I'm not a. I, the, you can have the 49ers if they never have to play them again. That's fine by me. Can they beat them? Sure. Do I ever want to see the 49ers as part of my life again in the postseason this year? The way that it's gone the last couple of five, six times. No, I don't but need I, that. I, I understand what he's saying. That the, the reason why I thought last week's game against the Niners was so critical was because. You could have had – if they don't won that game last week, then they host Tampa, correct? Yes. They host Tampa at SoFi. Both teams yes. would have had the same record. Tiebreaker would have went to the Rams. I, I was more under the – you weren't hoping that the Niners would beat the Cowboys. You, you weren't looking for help. You kind of controlled it yourself. They kind of backed them – they backed their way to winning the division. They got Arizona tonight, all good. But next week you're going to have to go to Tampa Bay. And, Trav, you might feel good and say, hey, all good. We'll go play you know, the Bucks." But I would rather have that game here at SoFi than have that game in Tampa. So I, I get it. It's conventional wisdom. I just don't necessarily agree with it. The Rams are 5-3 and three at home this year. It's good. It's not great. Rams are road warriors, man. Rams are really so is Arizona. good on the road. I understand. What I'm saying is moving forward, after this round, I'm saying going to Tampa, that's fine. Rams won in Tampa last year with Jared Goff. Late in the season, by the way. Okay, the Rams have won. Is that the uh, Thanksgiving or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah right around like there. The or Rams Christmas, went maybe. into the Superdome in New Orleans in the NFC Championship game and won that game. The Rams went up into Seattle, one of the loudest places in the entire NFL, with a quarterback with one thumb. And won the game. Rams aren't afraid to go on the road in the playoffs. One step at a time. One step at a time. That's yeah, what like, fun I, is that, Al? I, I I see what you're saying. Finish your vegetables I, before you eat that piece of cake. Oh no, no. I know you're not already looking at. Are you already looking past the Cardinals? No, absolutely not. 
absolutely not. What I'm saying is, is just because they weren't the number two seed, I don't think it made a huge difference. I'd always rather be home than on the road. All yep. I'm saying is the road now, now that San Francisco's headed to the frozen tundra, sure. I like the road the Rams are on. I really do. You win tonight and it kind of breaks your way moving forward. It's listen, it's a tough path any way you put it. If you if you're saying if you're trying to tell me that going to Tampa against Tom Brady you're okay with that path. I get what you're saying. I understand the thought process of what you're saying. No matter what, if you're going to go win it and you're going to represent the NFC, you got to go through Arizona, a team that's already beat you this year. Then you got to go to Tampa, the team that won the last Super Bowl, and then you got to go to arguably the toughest play to, place to play in Lambeau. Well, this is this is how it works. Yeah. You know, you're not going to usually get many breaks to go win a Super Bowl. You don't get to play the Texans in the playoffs. That's that's not the way that things work. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee. One on this day, 1981. Motley Crue became a band i can't hear him we got to get his uh mic turned back on i i see his lips moving but i can't hear him got me there now i got you i'm right here buddy are you a vince neal guy are you a tommy lee guy mick mars like what are we talking about you know actually from a uh from a i guess you could say metal whatever the case is and i wasn't much of a heavy metal guy or anything like that def leopard why why was i why i was kind of more a Def Leppard guy than a Motley Crue. I think it's only because my cousin would listen to him, so I'd listen to him too. A little, a little osmosis. I get it. I Susan and I went to a Motley Crue show. This is probably three or four years ago at, when they were doing their last tour ever kind of moment, and they were at Honda Center. We went and watched them play. Lights go down. The fire starts banging. You, you were blasted. You got kicked out, right? It was. It, it was. I'm not gonna lie. It was awesome. I had a hell of a time. And so it's going. They're doing Kickstart My Heart. Right. That's how. You hear it on every commercial now. It's there, you know. And Vince Neil comes out and he's jumping around. He's kicking in the air. He's just he's doing Vince Neil. And then you realize, a he's thirty years older than he used to be, and at least thirty pounds heavier. And about halfway through the song, he's on his he's got his hands down like it's LeBron James in the fourth 100%. quarter on his 100%. knees, wheezing, holding the mic to the crowd like I'm going to need you to do the chorus because I can't breathe. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. You know how tough that would be. You know how tough that would be. Can you imagine doing something like that? That's why I'm always – what is it that they have uh, – is it the residence? What is it called in Vegas where they're yeah, residency. performing? Residency, whatever it is. Can, can you just imagine like, when these artists go on tour and they do what they do and they're in their prime? Take that and do it 30 years later. <laughs> But just physically, look. Oh my gosh! When I get up to the top of the stairs in the house, I'm holding onto the rail and I'm making sure that everything's fine because that's a that's a pretty long walk along the way. You know how we have the option when we park at LA Live to go up the stairs or no. just take the elevator? No, you know how I know that because yeah, because you don't take the stairs. Yep. When you showed me the stairs, I'm like, there are yep. stairs here. I didn't only even time, know those things only existed. Only time I take the stairs is when I then I'm already outside and I just go straight to Starbucks. Right, it's like right there. <laughs> I, I'm with you. Like, you take a second, like, okay, let me catch my breath here for a quick second. What the hell? I just went up nine stairs. Today is National Hot Buttered Rum Day. Are you a, a hot buttered rum guy? It's, I don't it, I don't know. I Like, butter, cool. Like, who doesn't like, like, hot a little- buttered rum? Spread a little no. butter on, like, a roll or a biscuit. That's pretty great. Even on, on a tor- fresh tortilla and a little butter. That's fantastic. I don't know if I need hot buttered rum though. That yeah, just doesn't okay. sound that doesn't I'm sound a, like my thing. I'm all right on that one. How about gin martini with two olives day? When is that? Because I'd like to I'd like it's to celebrate day. that one. Right. Happy birthday to James Earl Jones, ninety one, mm-hmm. arguably the uh the greatest set of pipes in the history of the world. When you think of James Earl Jones, you think of what, Al? Uh by the way, how old did you say he is? Ninety one. 
Um, I think uh, Star Wars. Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's it. I you know what also pops in my head. Remember, I don't. This is CNN when he would come on and do that twenty four times an hour. That was the one. But yeah, Darth Vader done it. Coming for to a America. Moon. Coming to King Joffrey Jofur. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's not bad. Not a bad way to do it. Uh, another birthday. Don't let Emily hear this, but uh, it's Kid Rock's birthday. I know she got mad at me when I said that 25 years ago, Kid Rock was popular, but uh, hopefully she's gotten over that it. That was now. one of my favorite moments where she was angry. I'm like, well, what do, you, what do you want him to do? Be 23? He's not 23. <laughs> and nor did I say I liked Kid Rock. I'm saying when I was in college, Kid Rock was popular. That's it. I didn't. I didn't say that I'm going to a show next weekend back in Michigan. I just said that he was the guy uh, a minute ago. How do people find the pod, Slee? All right, ESPN app or on iTunes. Just search Travis and Slee. We'll catch the full three hours. If you don't catch us live, you could always catch it on the podcast. All right. So tomorrow, Al, when we get going a little bit before ten o'clock, it's going to be an interesting moment because we're going to be getting ready for the NFC divisional round in yep. Tampa. Feeling really good about things. Or I don't even know what we talk. I don't even know where we go from there. So let's just focus on the Super Bowl. Let's focus on the divisional round, the NFC Championship game, because the alternative is not good. And maybe the Lakers can keep them under 120 points. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock. Mason and Ireland next.